With LinkedIn Jobs, we tap into a network of more than a billion professionals to help you find quality professionals quickly and easily for any role you need. Marketing wizards? Found them. Software engineers? Found. That project manager I could never seem to hire? And found. LinkedIn Jobs quickly matches your roles with candidates with the right skills and experience. In fact, 86% of small businesses get a qualified candidate within 24 hours. Post your first job for free and get started at linkedin.com slash acquire. That's linkedin.com slash acquire. Terms and conditions apply. WQAD Podcast Network. Movers and shakers leading businesses, nonprofits, governments, and schools across the Quad City area, Illinois, and Iowa. How did they get started? What is their story? Their goals? Their advice for the next generation of the girl power movement? And now, here's your host for Wonder Women, News 8's Angie Sharp. Powerful women with powerful positions. This is Wonder Woman, a podcast that shows off the girl bosses in our communities. My guest is best known around our area as Coach Rue. She's a mindset coach, and I'm so excited to have her on the show. Welcome, Coach Rue. Hi, Angie. Thank you so much for having me. I'm super pumped. Before we do anything else, please pronounce your full name for everyone listening because I did not want to screw it up. <laughs> it's all good. Yes, it is. It is kind of, it's scary to look at. Um, It's Ramessa, Ramessa Kawaja, and everyone calls me Rue, but yeah, Ramessa. Everybody calls you Rue. It's beautiful. It's a beautiful name, but like I said, everybody knows you as Coach Rue, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Most definitely. I'm just like, you know, and it started off in childhood, you know, in grade school when raise your hand, taking role attendance, you know, Lisa, (laughs) Jenny. (laughs) <laughs> so like, uh, yeah, just call me Rue. So when did you go from Rue, though, to Coach Rue? Uh, Coach Rue started five and a half years ago. Yeah, I was on my own personal development journey, and uh, I moved to the Quad Cities. Uh, yeah, it's been over five years, five and a half years, and I was just doing a lot of work on myself and decided to go to school because I just started seeing changes in my own life. And, uh, and I'm like, you know what, why don't I, why don't I get um, a degree in this and help more people? And so it just kind of, you know, when I moved to the Quad Cities, I didn't know. I thought I was going to do production I, or film. I didn't know what I was going to do, but just the cards kind of unfolded, and um, it's been beautiful. It's been beautiful. So on your discovery to find yourself, you kind of created a, a career out of that, which is really, really interesting. Yeah, yeah, it's been very, very interesting. It's like, you know, it kind of, it helps me when I'm with my clients. It helps reaffirm belief systems within myself, too. So it's just been um, this trajectory of of just helping others while helping myself as well. So we're just, it's this mutual understanding, and I love, I love what I do. I wouldn't say for anything. That's so important because you're not just, like, preaching, right? You know, like, you can let people know, like, I've got, I went through this, too. Like, I've gone through development, you know, trying to find who I am and things like that. So you can really emphasize with people. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's more of, um, you know, you have to go through your own journey, your own stuff, and um, and all the, you know, the things, the, the courses that I do and just the, the, the programs that I create, these are things that I've struggled with, and it's not, it's, uh, it's not a one and done. It's continuous growth. It's continuously, like, challenging yourself and, and pushing through and, and, and working through and feeling all the, the feels and... Um, <laughs> 
you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So tell me about your journey, and then we'll get to what kind of programs and services you provide that maybe our listeners would be interested to. But tell me a little bit about your journey and what got you kind of on um, this track to change things up a little bit. Yeah, uh, so I grew up in Omaha, Nebraska. Uh, I grew up with, uh, so my mother has uh, mental illness, she has schizophrenia. So I was, uh, I was two years old when she was diagnosed. So, you know, you think about, you just had a baby. I have a five-year-old, right? Yeah, it's like, wow. When, when we're little, it's, um, you know, our moms are, you know, and maybe dads too. I'm not, I'm not knocking the dads, but, you know, like you fall off your bike or, or you have a bad day at school, you know, your mom hugs you, kisses you, you know, comforts you. And, and for me, uh, I, I didn't have that. Mom's more like a little sister to me. You know, sometimes she's coherent. Sometimes she, she sleeps. Uh, a lot. And so that's how I grew up. And so for me, I really looked outwards. I used, you know, I looked at external locus of control. I looked externally for affirmation, for love, for support. I wanted to hear those words. I wanted to see those smiles. And and growing up, it was just, um, you know, sometimes I would pick really great people in my life. And sometimes, you know, you learn from, <laughs> you learn from. Yeah. Uh, and so, uh, I grew up in Nebraska, and then I, I wanted to do fashion, and I just, I kind of, I always compare it to, like, Dorothy following the yellow brick road, like, what's <laughs> next? You know, like, what will I do next? Where will I go? And so I was doing fashion, and I'm like, oh, well, you do fashion in New York. So I picked up and left and moved to New York, and then uh, um, they were literally filming uh Made in Manhattan. I don't know if you remember that. Oh movie. yeah, with Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yep. Um, I was um, depositing a check at Citibank at my bank, and they were filming. And then oh. I was like, "How do you become an extra? How do you do this?" Cool. And I met, met some friends, and then it just led me to the next thing, the next thing. And then I found myself moving to LA, living there for ten years. Um, and, and working in production. So uh, I worked for Universal Pictures for six and a half years. So every milestone, every I would get these amazing opportunities, these amazing jobs. The, the common denominator was more of me not really, like, owning it, right? Like I was mm-hmm. sure. this social uh, networker, hustling, but I didn't know how to give it to myself like I didn't know how to feel the feels like just to really appreciate all the hard work I did I was just chasing the next dream the next dream and it wasn't until um, the common denominator was like not feeling enough or feeling like you know when's my turn and just like a little victimy you know like a little yeah, victimy. like still chasing things chasing 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 things when will I have the relationship my friends have these great relationships I was always comparing yeah, a lot. Isn't that an issue? <laughs> you know? We could do a whole podcast episode just on that. <laughs> yes. As a woman, I feel like, you know, it's just really, it's like looking at the, the grass on the other side, like looking, it's always greener on the other yeah. side. And so um, I found myself, my best friend in LA was like, you know, I'm doing this work. Uh, she had broken up with a boyfriend at the time. She was doing some work in Chicago. Uh, my family was living in Chicago at the time. I did my first, you know. I'm sure many of the listeners, you know, there's all the books, there's the podcast, there's the shelf esteem. But um, mm-hmm. doing my very first uh, personal development workshop, it was then that I was like, holy crap, I've been running away from sadness, hurt, 
all my life just just pushing right pushing through yeah. it and moving moving away and I uh, I decided that weekend oh I'm gonna move closer to home I'm gonna do some really hard work on myself and um, you know like it, you carry it wherever you go you could change jobs you can move cities but if you're not working on yourself then you're gonna carry this wherever you go so uh, yeah so that's what led me to doing my growth work which you know, after serial dating myself, met my husband. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I love that, serial dating yourself. <laughs> Not just dating, serial dating. Yeah, serial dating myself. And then I, you know, I, I truly believe if I didn't do the work on myself, I wouldn't have met my husband. And so... Um, the cards started falling into place, didn't they? They did. They truly did, yeah. Um meeting him and he lived in the quad city so we 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 met uh i mean i started my growth work if anyone's listening i mean it, it's never there's no age limit right it's no, 30 no. 36 when i did this this mm-hmm. conference and then um meeting my husband getting married having a baby at 40 so it was and moving to quad city so it was just like boom 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 here we go and uh and then starting coaching so it's just been like this fruitful journey for sure yeah I mean I think that that is just so interesting I mean do you feel like you're still chasing or do you really like honest time like do you really feel like you're where you're supposed to be now 100 percent 100 percent like so cool and not a lot of people can say that so I think that's so amazing that you've gotten to that point it's it's continuous right Angie it's like like you know I can call myself on my BS, right? I can look at myself and say, okay, well, today I'm not, you know, like, oh, there's a trigger. Like, why am I feeling this way? What's going on? And really looking within because I think a lot of times, you know, all my life I was looking externally. Why is this happening to me? Why is this, you know, really taking control of and owning my stuff and saying, what can I do differently? How can I change my outcome? Uh, There's no one else to, to, to blame or shame, you know? Yeah, yeah I, and I think the other interesting part, like you said, it's, it doesn't matter what age you are. You could be um, coming out of college. You could be in your 30s, you know. I mean, yeah. do, do, do we equate this with, is this the new way of saying, like, there's a midlife crisis going on and we need to figure <laughs> things out? I mean, is, that, is this like the, mod, like, Coach Rue is the modern way of saying, you know, there's something going on in your midlife? Or what, 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 how would you describe what you do now for people with your business? Oh, gosh, you know, like, I like to say, you know, like, I empower women to gain clarity and direction in their life and career. Um, I like that better. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Like, I had the quarter-life crisis, girl. I had the, you know, right? It's like, right. (laughs) It's, um, but rather than, um, I used to freeze in it, right? Like, when you feel like maybe, you know, you're, gosh, I think of, college kids, you know, and during the pandemic and then trying to find a job or uh, just, like, trying to find themselves. Like, think of what, who you were when you were 20. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. It's more like it. Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> exactly. And that's a good, that's a good question, um, question is that with the pandemic, do you feel like your business and your clientele has increased because more people are maybe taking steps back? Um, literally having to move their life and workspace to their home 
and combine kind of those two things, do you see more and more people kind of reaching out and wanting to do this work on themselves? Yeah, I think, I think you know, and I get, I get a little bit of both. I get the people who are like, you know, I have all this time on my hands. What's next? I know I need to be doing more. And I also get the, I get a lot of, I feel stuck. I just feel mm. stuck. And uh, I, I know that there's more out there, but, you know, something's got to change. And so, you know, what happens when we go to a doctor or when we, you know, go to the dentist? Like we need to, I like to um, say, you know, it's like dental floss for the brain. Like we have to <laughs> <laughs> brush our teeth and, you know, and then we're we supposed to be doing it every day. <laughs> exactly. Right? We're supposed to be doing it every day. Uh, what would that look like to just like have mental clarity every day, having a practice for yourself, and you can truly. And now, Angie, you have a baby, right? So it's like yeah. tending to your little one, and you got you know, and making time and making sure, like, wow, what am I feeling right now, and and what's coming up for me? And as women, I think we really, no matter the age, we're just you know, always tending, it's human nature to have that feminism of, like, wanting to care for and nurture. We have the masculine and feminine roles, but, like, we're the doers, but then also, like, oh, you know, we're the first ones that want to help others. Yeah. And, and then and we're step all... step up, step in, lead the way, you know, start going down that yellow brick road. And I think we really, really do as we get older and start families, or even if you don't have family, like, just put more stuff on your plate, you start, you stop thinking about you. I think you just spend so much time taking care of others. Yeah, yeah. We take so much care of others, and then before we know it, what happened? Or why, why do yeah. I feel this way? And, <laughs> and you know, like, and, or, or a lot of empty nesters come to me. You know, my kids are grown, they've moved, and then now what? Who am I? Yeah, That's who am I? Yeah, I, yeah. It's like, who is this person that lives in my house with me? <laughs> yeah. Is this my husband? Like, we need to reconnect here a little bit, don't we? Yes. <laughs> um, yes. I, I had a perfect example of that the other day. It was just a long day, and I try to do too much. I try to put too much on my plate where I was trying to clean the house, and I was trying to meal plan and, you know, tending to Xander and all those things. And at the end of the night, I just kind of looked at my husband, Zach, and said, my tank is empty. Like, I cannot give anymore, and I just need to, like, do something for myself. Like, my tank is empty. And I think one of the services you provide is helping people figure out how to fill that tank back up, but do it in the right way, right? Yeah. Yeah. You said it perfectly of, you know, great awareness, right? My tank is empty. I, I feel depleted. And it's, okay, well, that's the sign. I know when I'm irritable and when I'm snappy. It's like, yeah. oh. <laughs> I was like, do not even ask me what's for dinner tonight because I do not have an answer <laughs> for you and my tank is empty. But I need a wine. I need a glass full of wine. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. Maybe it's the wine. Maybe it's just, for me, it's like the wine or the taking the hot shower and just like nobody come into the bathroom. Wait until the baby gets a little older and just like <laughs> having potty breaks without people in the bathroom. Right? The fingers <laughs> under the door, right? The fingers <laughs> under the door wanting to get in. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's like, I just want to go potty by myself. <laughs> Please. Yeah. So, so walk me through like the process. So if somebody is listening and they're really interested in um, utilizing your services, how do they what do they do? Um, you know, I, I'm sure for some people it's a little, um, a little scary, you know, to reach out or it feels a little intimidating. So just walk me through what the process is. 
Yeah, uh, so basically we'll have, you know, I, I like to do a discovery call or a breakthrough session just to just to get a feel of where are you now, where would you like to go, and many people, you know, the answer is usually like, I don't even know where to start. I was going to say, what if the answer is I don't know? <laughs> <laughs> You're like, that's why I'm here. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I basically, you know, the, the, the goal is I hold space, and I, a lot of times many of us just don't even know we're with our thoughts and we're internal and just like it's, it spirals. And so I just hold space and let, you know, let, let the people talk and, and they talk. And, um, and from there, just nudging and guiding and saying, well, it sounds like, you know, you just need some more time for yourself and let's come up with a strategy and some steps to get you there and it's it's really like based on on the person maybe it's a relationship uh, many times I mean it all comes back to ourselves and our relationship with ourselves and you know how yeah so I'll just talk to them about you know like a lot of times self-talk how do you think how do you feel what are you doing what are your habits looking at what are your current habits and let's tweak them a little bit I like to say it's like you know, creating a new recipe, and sometimes you you put in a little, you know, take out some salt, you put in some pepper, and we're just we're we're assessing. So mm-hmm. we we do these these calls, and from there, you know, it, I, it's up to up to the person. But I just want um, the main thing is to to help people feel seen and heard, and know that they matter, and and um, hold space for them. And from there, it's up to them, you know, on the journey. And I. I have some free stuff for people, you know, to, to take and um, work through. But everything that we work on is something that you can apply in real time in that moment, you know. Yeah, into, every single day. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Every single day. Is it been, um, I'm guessing before pandemic, you probably met, did you meet a lot of people in person or was has this always kind of been an over-the-phone type of service or do, would you rather meet people in person and either way has the pandemic changed that at all has it changed the way that you've been able to run your business yeah most definitely I mean uh, I, I would meet I used to love meeting in person I love yeah. the connection and the eye contact and the, the smiles and um, and then you know I, I think the pandemic really I, I really wanted to help more people serve more people and uh, so, yeah, now I do Zoom, and I'm helping people not just in the Quad Cities, but around, uh, the, it's crazy to say, around the world. I have a UK wow. client. Oh. It's insane. Yeah. Yeah, it's insane. But so it's, this has been good. Like, I mean, there's, always, there's lots of lots of cons, of course, with the pandemic, but this has been a really big pro for you. This has helped. This kind of... Um, I'm like, how can I serve more people, help them? Because as we know, you know, it's, uh, we've been with ourselves, with our thoughts, with our own feelings. And so, um, yeah, so I've just, I've created some, some free tools, some, um, you know, some, I created a Facebook group. So that's kind of how it all started with, you know, international and, you know, all across the country. So there's 5,000 plus women in this group that wow. are supporting each other. And, you know, so yes, it did. It, 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 it uh, pushed me to, it nudged me, I should say, it nudged me to um, see how I could, you know, what I needed to do to help more people. I think that um, with the pandemic, a lot, the word isolation, I've heard the word isolation so much more over the last year, because I Mm. think, you know, you talk about people being more comfortable with themselves and their own thoughts. For some people, that's so scary and hard to do. And so when Mm. the world basically shut down, and we were just 
in our homes, you know, maybe you had somebody, you know, in your home with you um, or kids, or, but some people, you know, are all by themselves. That's a really, really scary thing, and I think that the services that you provide is to try to get people not to be scared to be with their thoughts, right? Yeah, yeah, not to be scared with them, honor them, and let's talk about, you know, what are the fears, what's the sadness? I think there's a lot, um, it's like we have to, you know, the misconception, we have to push through it, we have to, um, you know, I'm not supposed to feel this way, and uh, no, it is okay, it is okay to be sad, it is okay to be hurt and angry, but what can you do, where can you channel that energy, uh, what is it, 80% of its energy, uh, so if we're feeling, you know, sad, mad, angry, then it's just going to spiral into it. So coming up with strategies and call it, you know, addressing it in real time of, okay, it's been a few days, I felt this way, now what can I do? How can I connect? Yeah. Um, I, I wonder, um, we, we kind of touched on this, but I wonder, like, how being a woman in this kind of role as Coach Rue, you know, how that has really help your business. I mean, I don't, I just don't think a man could do it as good as you could, <laughs> as good as a woman could, you know, but, 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 yeah. but we talked about this because you can emphasize with, you know, the way women are so nurturing and want to take care of everybody around them, even your own personal experience of, you know, your relationship with your mom. I mean, what we're talking about right here, like even if men are your clients, as, you know, as well, but I know that you focus mostly on women, how important it is to have a woman as a life mindset coach to you, right? Yeah, yeah. It was, I mean, you know, based on like how I grew up, it was like that's what I yearned for, that's what I hungered for, to have that that tenderness. Dad did the best he could, but, you know, guys are very matter-of-fact. Our brains are, like, physically designed differently right? Um, with our thoughts and just, you know, our in interactions. And so I, um, yeah, so it's just been such a blessing. Like, it's this, I am recreating, even with my daughter, you know, I'm creating, I'm growing myself up with her and creating these new memories with her. And so for, for my clients, it's like, it's, again, it's like when I'm talking to them, it's, reaffirming a belief system within me, you know, it's, it's amazing how, you know, um, I'm not just helping them, they're helping me in a way that, mm -hmm. you know, it's just, it's this mutual respect and uh, this mutual learning curve, and, you know, it would be uh, hypocrisy if I was saying, you know, like, every day, it's, gosh, a learn, like, I like to say that every day we're discovering something new about ourselves, and I think a lot of times, uh, as women, we are so busy doing all the things and taking care of all the people that we forget that we are worthy of more and um, that it's not a one and done. Like, aren't we here on this planet? Are we, you know, we're here to to um, see who can we become? Like, yeah. superwoman, like, what what is there, you know? Like, what is, uh, what lights me up? And, uh, you know, the perfect example is I just, did this um, master class the other day, and one of my uh, prior clients was saying, you know, Rue, she's 54, she's 54, okay. and she um, used to work for, as a 911 dispatcher for 20 plus wow. years. Wow. 20 plus years, very stressful. The stories she probably heard. Yeah, like really, you know, she had um, PTSD, mm -hmm. you know, a lot of those are unsung heroes that we do not talk enough about. Our nine one one dispatchers. 
Yes, yes, the stories and the trauma and all of it. And so um, she would be a great guest for you, but we yeah, can talk about that. Definitely, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so this woman, you know, she tells me she loves, so yoga, she found yoga, she found meditation. And um, so I just, I, you know, we talked about her hopes and dreams. And she is, uh, she just put a bid on a yoga studio. Oh, my and, gosh. She is, she just came back from Hawaii from a trip, and, like, she's living her best life. She is 54 years old, living her best <laughs> life. Like, you know, it's not a one and done. And, and yeah. also, I don't know about you, Angie, but, like, I, I had a conversation with someone last night who's 26, and the wisdom, like, I wish I had this work when I was in my 20s, right? Mm, like, right. These kids are smart. They are yeah. smart. <laughs> Yeah, the sooner the sooner they can get that knowledge, right, the better. So that they, when they do look back on their twenty-year-old self, you know, maybe they don't go, "Oh no," like yeah. I did when I was thinking about it. Yeah. Um, you mentioned your daughter, and she is so cute. I love her. What's her name? Her name's Zoha. Zoha, beautiful. Yeah. I Thank love that. You. So one of the questions we always ask our Wonder Woman is, "What's your advice for the next generation of the girl power movement?" And that's your daughter. So what's the advice that you're giving her now? I know that she's still young, but what are some of the things that you are saying to her? Uh, what are some of the things you'd want to say to somebody who's in their teens and then in their 20s? Yeah. You know what's something that we started with Soha is we, we go into the mirror and, um, and then, you know, we do these affirmations. I'm smart. I love my body. Um, I'm strong. Right? We do these affirmations, yeah. and sometimes she's like, oh, I'm in. And I'm like, nope, we're doing them. <laughs> <laughs> Look in that mirror and say it. <laughs> Repeat after me. Yeah. You know, if I had that, like, you know, our thoughts create a reality. And so I just, I really, for a younger generation to know that um, you are you are perfect just as is and you know and you with social media and the comparisons and the filters and all these things like you have um what i've learned throughout life is that there is nobody else like you with the same make and the experiences and maybe you have similar experiences but nobody did it the way that you did and these these um these upsets upsets that you feel like you're feeling right now there is a reason, like you are right where you're supposed to be. So I just want to remind the younger generation that that um, that that you can do this, you will get through this, and just know that you're not alone and reach out for support. So, um, yeah, just talk. Just talk to people. And if you feel like you're not being heard, um, you know, reach out to your counselor and reach out. But for the future generation, like, you, you already have what it takes. You already have it. It's already in you. It's already mm -hmm. in you. Oh, I love that. That's, that's beautiful. Um, my last question, Coach Rue, is what is a Wonder Woman to you? Are there any women in your life that you looked up to uh, when you think about a Wonder Woman? Or what are the qualities that make up a Wonder Woman to you? Yeah, if I think of a Wonder Woman, it's, it's, I think of someone, you know, I think of uh, you know, there's there's obviously the Oprahs and the Ellen DeGeneres, you know, there's, yeah. there's the, these people. But I think of the qualities, um, I think of a woman who has been through a lot, like hard stuff, really hard stuff, and has overcome it. And when I mean that, like the, the, the naysayers, 
right? Like hearing, mm-hmm. like, you, you can't do this. What do you think? You know, people projecting their fear onto someone else and then still getting back up and trying again. Just getting back up, trying again. Maybe it's a, a, a mar- abuse of marriage. Maybe it's a relationship. Maybe it's a, a job that you're not passionate about. But a Wonder Woman to me is someone that keeps getting back up and trying, right? Yeah, um, that's beautiful. Yeah. That's beautiful. Well, when I think of a Wonder Woman, I think of you, Coach Rue. So thank you so much oh. for being a guest on our podcast. Oh, Angie, thank you so much for the ask. It's really been beautiful to connect with you. I appreciate Absolutely. you. And you can get connected with Coach Rue and see all of our other Wonder Women on WQAD.com. Just click podcast under the news tab at the top of our homepage. Ladies out. You have been listening to the WQAD Podcast Network.